Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, Trent here, and it's wonderful to have your company today for episode 225. This week on Toy Power, we take a look at all the latest news, and oh boy, do we have some absolute beauties for you today. And then we jump into a review of the Mega Toy Swap Meet. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. And Frank. Yo, yo. All right, let's get into some news. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? I'm Batman. But she's got a new hat. And have you guys heard of McFarlane before? Because we're going to kick it off with McFarlane. M- McDonald's. He seems, <laughs> <laughs> McFarlane seems to be that guy that just churns out toys faster than any other company, I think, <laughs> yep, at the you're moment. Not wrong. Like, yeah, 100%. And, you know, good luck to him. So McFarlane's teasing more DC, right? He's got the license. We don't know for how long, but he is producing DC like there's no tomorrow. Like it's going out of fashion. <laughs> so we have another roundup of DC figures. We have the three Jokers, Joker the Killing Joke. We have the three Jokers, Joker, Death in the Family. Three Jokers, Joker, Classic Version. We have the Red Hood, Batman, and Batgirl uh, from the three Jokers. No images, right? But, you know, so you see a bit of a Joker theme here. That sounds really uh, cool. I'm, I'm slightly picking that up, yep. yes. Yeah, yep, yep. Three of them. However, <laughs> the Builder figure is something completely left field. It Uh-oh. is the Swamp theme. Oh, oh, does 10. Does 10, yeah, it's yep. happy man. Yeah, but so does that... that- does that mean does Ten's going to have a lot of Joker figures? <laughs> Probably to sell, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this three Jokers is that a is that a storyline? Must I'm not be a run. With? I'm not familiar with okay. it. Does anyone and, know? No, I no? don't know. And right. I was going to ask, what does Swamp Thing have to do with the three Jokers? Is he in the series? He, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. he's in it. Yeah. Maybe so he's just too cool, and <laughs> and Todd couldn't wait to get him out. That's right. That's right. Uh, moving forward, we have the Superboy Prime. Reverse Flash, Lobo. Always Ooh, keen to see a Lobo. I yeah. still need a Lobo for my collection. Uh, Lex Luthor in his power suit, that uh, green one green I'm imagining. Green and yeah. yep, yep, yep. Uh, And then animated Superman in the black suit. So Ooh, we're going back to the animated. Mulleted Superman. Oh, I want some mullet in <laughs> yeah. my life. <laughs> we also have... You're halfway there, Yeah, I'm mate. getting my own mullet. I know, it's, it's good. <laughs> we also have animated Flash. Harley Quinn from Birds of Prey <laughs> and the Speed Force Flash from Snyderverse. Uh, and that looks like a New York Comic Con exclusive. Ooh. So, uh, But good to see the animated yes. uh, characters yeah. coming one back. Of those. It's been a bit quiet yep. for a little while with their Green Lantern and... Cyborg? Yes. Got a yes. sort of Teen yeah. Titans animated oh, yes, look. Yes, Cyborg, not Green Lantern. Yeah, uh, no, we did have a Green Lantern oh, yes, as well. Yep. Yep. Green Lantern, yep. Soup's Batman, of course. Yep. And yeah, so yep. there's uh, there's so much more they could do. They oh, could do an entire they animated could do. way. 100 figures yeah. easily without yeah, batting yeah. an island. And maybe that's what the Todd's got planned because these <laughs> figures are coming out at a rate of knots, aren't yep. they? Yep. yep. 
Speaking of other figures that are coming out, we've got our first look at some Suicide Squad figures from the upcoming movie Suicide Squad. Not to be confused with the other movie from a few years ago, also called Suicide Squad. DC yeah. have got some naming stuff to work out here, but isn't it? Is one of them the Suicide Squad? I think Squad? the new one is the, the Suicide yep. Squad. The, you know. The makes all the difference, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, that's... let's just call it TSS for uh, <laughs> TSS. <you know. laughs> um, but these are more DC Multiverse seven-inch figures. We get a look at Harley Quinn. We get uh, as a Deadshot, uh, John Cena's character, who is remind me again who he's playing. Is it Peacemaker? Peacemaker, that sounds about right. Uh, Polka Dot Man, outstanding. Polka Dot Man. With the Builder figure looking at everyone's favorite, sliced alone as King Shark. Uh, these are looking for uh, should be pre-ordered uh, you can pre-order them now I believe sometime they'll come out in October November which I think is just before the film so yep. yeah they, they, look we've had issues with knee joints coming mm. out from the top yep. the knee joint and you know I know Frank you've got a gripe with toy photographers <laughs> that don't take that extra oh, you know five it's not minutes hard. to it's set not hard. the shots up look at Harley Quinn's knee yeah, it's and not even good. It's, not it's, good. It's, it's actually double jointed but yep. what they've done you imagine your kneecap and all they've done is just bend the bottom the bottom joint, joint. of your yeah. kneecap and it's like that's not how legs work no it's really not it, it's offensive to I mean it's a it's probably a like a slightly dubious double joint double jointed knee in the first place mm. but it's not helped by the photography <laughs> that's right. right it's just made to look <laughs> awful but I tell you what here with these four figures it's not the version of Harley that probably I want and I've seen some I think SH Fagart's versions from the movie which are her yeah. in almost like a black and red kind of jumpsuit so a mm-hmm. little bit similar to like a roller derby yeah set. roller yeah. derby yeah. and it looks it's great because we all know Margot Robbie didn't really like the outfit she had to wear in the first Suicide sure. Squad. She didn't like wearing it. I think it basically was, you know, wearing... Not comfortable. The, the tightest shorts you can <laughs> imagine. So she's in pants now. Yeah. I, I really like Polka Dot Man. Um, John John Cena looks fantastic. But I really want that King Shark. He looks... <laughs> and yeah. this, is, this is the first time I've experienced by a figure need. Where I'm Ooh. like, I don't necessarily want the other figures but I want the Builder figure. So <laughs> how am I going to get my hands on a King Shark? Yep. I think I, I feel like just in terms of the movie, he's going to be the Groot yep. of the DC Universe in, in essence. He's that sort of fully animated character that should be pretty scary when you look at it, but I think he's going to be adorable and cuddly. Yeah. Uh, keeping on the McFarlane train, we have some very exciting news around Batman 66 TV figures. That's right. We're getting new updated action figures from the iconic Adam West TV show. So we have a beautiful diorama picture that showcases the upcoming figures from McFarlane. Each figure will be in the scale of six inch, Mm. which is very different, noticeably different to the seven inch DC multiverse figures. In the photo, we've got Batman, Robin and the Joker. Uh, famously played by Cesar Romero with his famous makeup to moustache and get this a 1966 Batmobile so is that confirmed to come out or is that just part of the setup for this photo look I don't know the answer to that but I suspect it's going to be a release it's there so it obviously exists yeah that's right Uh, and we know that Todd likes doing these sort of vehicles if you're going to do a vehicle interestingly I guess we do know Mattel did 66 figures probably mm. about five years ago, mm. around that era. We got 
pretty much the key characters. We got Batman, Robin, Batgirl. We got Joker, Riddler. There was a Catwoman. So this is going back and I guess doing the core characters again. The articulation looks quite different here. They were very, very weak looking figures, like very skinny. And I feel like they've been bulked up a bit. I mean, this was Adam West in a a tight jumpsuit. And that's the thing. This is pre the era of hit the gym and and work the guns. But I reckon they've just dialed it up a notch to make the figures look a bit more, (laughs) you know, superhero-ish. And in the background, potentially some little things that could be hinting at a bat cave play set well i mean this well. photo is set in what looks like the 66 bat cave whether we get that as a play set or whether that's yep. just some nice and, and you know, look, cg it could be but realistically there's a few little computer bits which would be quite easy to put out as like an accessory pack mm. and then really you've got the batmobile you've got almost like two pillars and just sort of almost some backdrop could yeah. be cardboard so yeah. we know i think it was the uh who does it it's not is it funko or Mez, I think it's Mezco with their five points. Mm, and yes. they put out their kind of like retro five points. And it comes with all the, the characters yeah. you can imagine. Batmobile and a play set, which is predominantly cardboard, right? So it shows you you can put out play sets. And a lot of... We've got a lot of guys on our Patreon page that are big into the photography. Yeah, These sort of backgrounds, cheap to produce in cardboard, but look fantastic with photography. So I, I wouldn't put it past them releasing something that kind of you can replicate this look 100 percent. now we know and knowing is half the battle all right moving on to now this is something we never thought we'd see this sort of come out of left field you might have remembered when our friends at diamond select did some avatar the last airbender figures no not you m night Shyamalan. shut up get out of here <laughs> mcfarlane the company that produces more toys than anyone else it seems they are having a crack at our fate one of the best animated shows of all time we are talking avatar the last airbender and we've seen just a single shot of basically the core cast we get katara soka zuko and an upper which is just oh. outstanding I, look i never expected an upper no and now that i see him i'm like well i gotta need that i need it yep. like there's no option to not have this absolutely and, and then what a killer first wave right Far like out. Uh, to the point where you sit there and go, it could almost be to the lion's detriment because a lot of people yep. go, I'll get wave one and I'm done. That said, I'd love to see an Uncle Iroh and, yep. and some of these other characters from later on in the series. Uh, so these are, it's a bit hard to tell from just the one photo. Um, closer to sort of five inch was kind of speculating. They don't quite look sort of your, your multiverse size and certainly not in articulation. They don't have your, your double jointed elbows as near as I can tell. But in terms of screen accuracy... The Todd has done very well here. If you love your Avatar The Last Airbender like we do, these are going to be a must. No more information as far as price or pre-orders or any of that, but I want them. Yeah, and look, McFarlane prices are very good for what he produces. So I would expect these would be no more than $40 AUD for the figures, maybe around that $30 to $35 price point. And that leaves up maybe at a sort of $70 kind of thing. Beautiful. Five, Five figures, four figures and a beast. Wonderful little line to collect. And like you say, Frank, you could be quite happy with this. Mm. If this is all that came out, you'd be, look, that's great. I do recall a Cora line being announced. So I'm hoping that maybe Wave 2 is some of the core characters from from Cora. Yep. um, Because that would be fantastic. But yeah, I'm very keen. The, The Aang, the face was probably just a tiny bit off for me. 
just okay. a, just, a, just yeah. a tiny bit. It's it's look, it's a very ang kind of expression. Mm. But I'd I'd love to get an alternate head, maybe a more serious head or a more concentrating air bending or you know whatever kind of look on him. But the others are, are really good, and they yeah. look you know like. I think if you add too much articulation sometimes to an animated figure, yeah. it can look a bit off. I think they've nailed the the level here. And yeah, it's just super exciting. I mean, even those characters there, there's there's alternate looks as they progress through the series that yes. you could do almost that same core four where they, they sort of, you know, go and go on and level up across the series sort of thing. Zuko um, in particular. So yeah, very happy with those. All right, Marvel Legends time now because we can't have a week without Marvel Legends announcements. Uh, this one was sort of teased out over a, a period of time where it was literally a single figure announcement every day for the better part of a week. Uh, we got a look at a redeco of Amiga Red. We got a look at Callisto, one of the um, was she uh, Morlocks? Sorry. Uh, we got a shirtless Wolverine because who doesn't want the same figure but with no clothes <laughs> on the top half of them? We got a Mastermind who I've got to admit I'm not super familiar with this figure. And we got to look at Cyber as well, a classic Wolverine villain. And everyone's going, ah, oh, this is going to be a retro wave, right? Like this is going to be on the, the classic sort of Toy Biz style card. No, no, this is actually a Wolverine branded five pack. And I can tell you the community is none too happy about this. Most people are going... I love the Cyber. We've never had a figure of him before. Callisto, the same thing. The others, piss off. Do not need him. So, um, a very interesting choice by Hasbro. But this, regardless, this set is priced at a hundred and fifteen. That's US, I'm guessing. Yeah. And is set to be released on December fifteen. I believe it's an Amazon exclusive, from what I was reading. So, if you want it, it's going to be a bit like that Children of Thanos pack. Amazon is the uh, place to get it. I'm in two minds about this because Cyber is a, a, a very a classic, what I consider a classic a Wolverine villain. And I never got that original Amiga Red figure. I've got the Toy Biz one, which uh, doesn't sort of scale particularly well with some of the other figures. So again, I'm, I'm a bit like most people. I'd like, I'd like maybe two, maybe three figures out of this five pack. The rest I could sort of, you know, take or leave. So... All right, Yo Joe. We have Yo Joe, the Fan Fest Friday live stream. So we've got a bit of a recap from that. Target Cobra Island. Exactly what you don't want to hear. (laughs) That's like the dreaded word, Target exclusive. (laughs) So unfortunately, yeah, Target exclusive uh, reissues on their way. Baroness, Cobra Trooper and Beachhead and Roadblock. So fingers crossed that the uh, brothers and sisters over there in the US can walk into a Target and actually see a Giorgio on the pegs. And if they do see them, not end up in a fist fight. That's right. (laughs) Over said toys. So they're reissuing the figures that no one could find at the same store where no one could find them. Is that Pretty right? Much. It's the model. Okay, it's the model. Cool. It's how it works. It They've works. got the exclusive rights, okay? <laughs> that, that's their promise anyway. All right. So we've got some new figures. We've got Heavy Artillery Roadblock, right? So just take that with a pinch of salt. This is now the fourth roadblock we have in this uh, new line. I was really hoping for Pimp Daddy Roadblock. <laughs> Pimp Daddy. He's, he's fifth. He's, he's fifth, fifth on okay, the line, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, he's got a new head sculpt, new pistol, new web gear, Helmet, uh, M61 Vulcan Gatlin gun. Gotta love the big Gatlin guns. Uh, and a reload ammo drum. I think this is the coolest roadblock to date. Yep. It's very, 
sort of G- when you close your eyes and think the Greenbacks uh, GI Joe version Original, and things yep. like this is this is him. That Gatlin gun just looks like Terminator standing up on top of the skyscraper, oh, <laughs> pretty much. You is. know, yep. taking out all yep. the cop cars yep. and that stuff. Love that. Then moving on, we have Snake Eyes and Timber. So finally, we get the Wolf to mm. go with Timber. This is sort of Snake Eyes in his motorbike-looking uh, headdress type thing. So uh, we've got Timber, the Alpha Commandos, Timber exchangeable heads, uh, ball joint, fully articulated Wolf rifle with removable mags and an Uzi. So that's a pretty cool. That's probably going to be a little bit more expensive because it's a, l- it's a much in larger yeah. uh, set. But uh, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Barbecue, one of my favourite figures. Unfortunately, it is a Cobra Island uh, Target exclusive. Uh, very classic looking. It's got that really bright looking orange uh, outfit. Uh, chem spray backpack with modern fireman's axe. Classic brass knuckles axe also included. So I think he just looks really cool. He's yeah. got sort of the, you know, uh, ready to smash a door down sort mm. of outfit, you know, go into the, into the burning fire. Uh, and then another Cobra Island exclusive, we've got Breaker and the RAM Cycle. So that's a motorbike, off-road tyres, twin turbo engine, Gatlin gun, another Gatlin gun. Like it's, <laughs> That's their selling point. How do you fire a Gatlin gun while you're on a motorbike? With, with, yeah, with great difficulty. Well, yeah, gonna... Wouldn't that change the trajectory <laughs> no, that, of the bike? <laughs> but that's the cool thing. You mount it to the side. You mount it to the side of the bike. So okay. You know, oh, okay. That, just, just don't... Just, now that works. Yeah, just don't... Just you don't know. see it too hard. Yeah, that's right. Just don't... <laughs> no um, sharp corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Gatlin gun comes apart for figure use. Uh, it's, the motorbike has a windscreen, a very classic-looking original web gear design, helmet with polarizing visor, upgraded tech comms in helmet, and a very awesome head sculpt with beard. I think this is just the opening for the future for G.I. Mm. Joe vehicles and stuff. Yep. Because previously we've had Baroness on a very futuristic like ninja bike yep. that uh, doesn't really fit the G.I. Joe scheme, but I think this is really traditional where they should be heading and hopefully they can do something. Well, to, I, uh, mm. yeah. yeah, I love this. I love, look, what I love about G.I. Joe is that it was a vehicle-heavy line in the 80s, right? And they, they deliberately shrunk these figures down to kind of be in that Star Wars scale to do yep. vehicles. And now a lot of the complaints we heard from, you know, Joe fans, and there's a legitimate complaint in moving up to the six-inch scale, is that, well, what does that mean for vehicles? And I love the fact, yes, okay, you're not going to get a flag at this mm. scale, right? You're not going to get a lot of the vehicles because it's just not viable at the price point. But these sort of things, like little... One-man vehicles, you know, putting in timber for snake eyes, putting in the motorbikes, that sort of stuff. I think that's fantastic. And it kind of, to me, scratches the itch of what a Joe line needs to kind of have in it. I I love Joes at the six-inch scale, but I do feel for those people that are kind of crying out for the vehicles. So Mm. maybe this placates them to some degree. Yeah, it feels like a good compromise. Yeah, I think think so. Yep. All right, moving on, and I got a shout out with a big tally ho. <laughs> it's not a Thundercats ho, but it's a tally ho because Silverhawks. They're here. They are here. Ah. And we were getting some teasers yep. during the week for what this line could look like getting some of the Hawks. I think Tally Hawk got a bit of a a, a little preview, a little yep. close up, and then like an arm that was clearly buzzsaw. Mm-hmm. But interestingly, what that did tell us was that it wasn't going to be necessarily the toy colours of these figures. Buzzsaw comes in a, a kind of a bright green, whereas in the cartoon he's more of a yellow, more of a muted green colour. So that was an interesting little tit bit. 
But so I've got a I've got a, a prediction. Yes. Ooh. I think they're going to give you this yellow buzzsaw toy, sort of cartoon accurate. Yep. And then later down the line, yeah. just like they've done with Ninja Turtles, just like they've done yep. with Toxie, they're going to do a reissue variant of in toy yep. colours. Correct. Because they've already got the moulds. They got yeah. the moulds. Yeah. 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 Huge dude. Yeah. Why not reissue him? Get the him most and, out of it. Yeah. yeah. So I and what and which is the less desirable? Probably the yellow. Cartoon version. I'm, I might be wrong here, but that's in my opinion the less desirable. So you, when you do the toy one, you'll more people will clamour to yep. buy it again rather than 100. Yeah. If you release the green one first, there'll be less people grab the yellow one. Mm. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, to me, the green one is more iconic. I mean, I if I could only have one, I'd prefer the green. Yeah, interesting. Yep, because kinda, that's what I remember from the toy. Well, yeah. see, I'm kind of the other way on yep. that. I look at that and go, these are screen accurate, yep. which is, you know, Super Seven have made a bit of a thing about that with, you think of their Transformers stuff, you think of the Disney Ultimates, they've mm. gone for that real screen accuracy. And so I saw that and my mind went to the cartoon 100%. as opposed to the toy. And I just went, yellow buzzsaw. It's perfect. It looks great. Yep. And it's legitimate. And I think, when you read the blurb of what these figures are about, this is this makes sense, right? Yep. It's, what, it's what this line's about. And I will touch on that now. So Ultimates are here. They're open for pre-order. And it's the latest addition to the Super 7 Ultimates line, which is fast becoming an absolute favourite of mine and a lot of people in the room here. Straight out of the galaxy of Limbo, first wave of Ultimates includes Quicksilver. We get Steelheart. Obviously, Monstar in his mm-hmm. kind of powered-up form. And as we talked about, the evil robot Buzzsaw. These are cartoon accurate, made-to-order, highly articulated deluxe action figures, which are seven inches tall, but also go all the way up to 11 inches. And they are certainly talking about Monstar yeah. is coming in at a whopping 11 inches, which is just which blows my mind, yeah. the size and the plastic right. involved in this. Fantastic figures. As you said, Frank, they're going to be cartoon accurate. I have to just do a quick shout out. Like the the alternate heads we're getting here. Steelheart has three heads, like two different kind of unmasked, obviously a masked version. The accessories in terms of like the wing attachment. Yeah, I was always curious how they were going to do that. Yep. And it's basically you're replacing the entire arm from shoulder to wrist, essentially. With And the wings are a, a giant plastic piece. So... I guess my only quibble with that is you've either got just arms regular yep. or you've got arms straight up in full flight mode. There's no sort of There's in, no in between. between. No. But you can sit and go, how else are you supposed to do that, really? Yeah. Like, I think they've done well. No, I think th- that's right. There probably would have been a, a nice middle ground. I think they've just gone, look, we want to go outstretched because it's so iconic. Yep. Let's just put it all into that and, and, and give them the other arms as sort of the option. Mm. And what I love here is the hawks come in two. You get two See, hawks. See, I was curious about that. I wouldn't have thought it's super hard to do an articulated hawk that could, you know, fold the wings up. We've seen Transformers do it with the likes of Buzzsaw and these sorts of, you know, Laserbeak and those sorts of characters. But I guess, you know, this this line is all about the aesthetics and the yes. looks. You don't want ugly hinge joints in, in a wing sort of format. I think that's what it probably came down yeah. to is that you could do it. You could, but... The, the posture of a, a sitting hawk is quite mm. different to an in-flight. Yep. And I think, you know, for Monster and, and Buzzsaw just come with the, the in-flight version of their metallic, which mm. is fine. But that perching look... So good. So good, isn't yeah, that, it? Right? That's going to be the pose, yeah. oh, right? I, I tell you what, this... Now, I, I guess I do just want to touch on one thing because, like we said, we said it from the, from the outset, 
cartoon based. Mm-hmm. Now, I think if you get uh, Quicksilver and if you get Steelheart and you put them up against your TV, they're going to look just like they're off the screen. But we do know the Kenner action figures were that metal. Mm-hmm. Now, Ben, to your point, you talked about doing Buzzsaw in, in toy colours later on down the track. Is this something we might see in vac metal? Well, or is, is a super articulated figure just too dangerous to play around with vac metal in the in the sense that you articulate them and you move them around, you pose them, and it just yeah. flakes off? I think, I think at the price these figures come in, you'd be hard-pressed, even as a special edition, exclusive, whatever... I think Super 7 would be crazy to do them as vac metal because the, the, the flack they would get for a figure that within a year is is flaking and yep. it starts to look yep. rubbish, yep. I don't think they're going to do it. There was actually a really cool conversation on uh, our Twitter, actually, where two guys sort of went backwards and forwards about this, both sort of on different sides of the argument. I, I would think the happy middle ground is a paint job very similar to what Hasbro did recently with their Silver Surfer figure. Yes where it's metallic-looking paint, but it is paint. It's not vac metal, and it gives that extra shine. And the toys, of course, all originally vac metal, but then even, I think, Series 2, they did a... Uh, I forget the terminology they used. They were like super-fast super versions or something, but they're essentially repaints done with a different sort of vac metal. So that would be the monkey they use. Mm. I think it's going to happen, but just not vac metal. Yep. I... I, I did a screenshot today from Instagram of Joe Amaro, the talented customizer. Yep. So he said, FYI, vacuum me- uh, metalizing can only be done on hard plastic, ABS. Ah, so okay. Super articulated f- figures use both hard and soft plastic. Yep. Soft plastic PVC cannot be chromed. There you go. That, so, that, well, that yep. kind of answers the question. Yep. That it, and I thought that might be the case mm. based on what we got in terms of the Masters of the Universe Classics line when we started getting things like Flying Fist, He-Man, Terraclaw, yep. Skeletor, Hurricane Hordak. Yes. He yep. was vac-metaled, and that was kind of the only time Super 7 did it. Right. Uh, sorry, Mattel did it on a, on a um, Classics figure, and then they just used the paint, like you said, try to do a kind of shiny-looking paint. Mm. But that Silver Surfer is a fantastic example of what you can do with yep. paint. And it would work on the soft plastic. Yep. So, fingers crossed, we do get... I mean, um, what am I saying here? I, I want to spend another $100 per figure. But yeah. I, I wouldn't... I want these ones first, because like you said, it's a cartoon line. These are the cartoon versions. But I would also pick up a shiny version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. The original toys, the Kenner ones, did not have masks, did they? Like like later later on the in the line some of the characters did have masks That's on, my, yeah, yeah, but, correct. but the uh, so right. so even now Super Seven had already outdone them. Yeah, they're, they're know, over and above. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Yep. with the alternate head, and that's the only way, in my opinion, you can do it with that smooth look, you know, of mm-hmm. the mask clothes. So yep. yeah. I just I freaking think these are just amazing. So oh. who's in? Who who's oh. Done. I'm, I'm, I'm in. in. I'm already in. in. Yep. You're in. Yep. You're, gonna, you've already ordered, have you? No, I haven't. Oh, yeah, but I'm ready to press play. Yeah. Well, I'm keen to get these as hey. well, right? I'm keen. You need to get, Monstar at least. I, I need Monstar. <laughs> yeah. I'm keen to get Quicksilver as well to have the yin yep. and the yang. Yep. Really, really, really want Buzzsaw. <laughs> Why? Just but get them I'm all going then. to. You're three quarters of the way <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, mate. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a gamble and I'm going to wait for the green one because that oh, to me is okay. my, yep. my sure. you know, iconic looking Buzzsaw. And I just, maybe that will pay off. Maybe I'll never have a buzzsaw in my collection. Mm. We'll see. Now, the one last thing I want to touch on here with Monstar, that we know the 
original Monstar figure had an alternate head yep. Yep. and it worked. It wasn't like a removable head. It was like a in the chest, swivel it across, mm. you know, much like yeah, yeah. Power Rangers, if you can yep. imagine that quick change feature. Was his alternate head kind of like the pre-armorized? Yes. Yes, was it was. Like was that, it? Yeah, the it monster was. version? Yep, the Lion yep, Mane. The Lion, the lion Mane yep. version. Now, yep. obviously done. That, that's why I asked on the Discord, okay. Okay. Why, why aren't we getting this as an alternate head? Yeah. And you helped me understand that that was like Mumra. Correct. Where he powers up and powers down. Well, his whole down. costume's different. Well, totally I, I mean, totally this, different, I'm right? Not, no, I no. haven't seen, haven't watched... Silverhawk since I was a kid, right? So mm. the only thing I know about Silverhawks is slowly watching the toy lines, you know, go up and up in price. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's I've just followed the toy line. Essentially, yep. I've never revisited the cartoon. Yeah, so. the original and it's, it's, Mumra's the the perfect example. But the other one, it looks like it could be you know in the Lion King movie because he's, he's furry yes. all over, sort of cat-like features um, still has the sort of eye, pirate eye patch thing going but big furry mane I, I, assuming this is a success and they move forward I, I'm really hoping to see him later on oh definitely but yeah. I think there's a, a whole ton of crazy villains they can get to oh. before they do uh, another monster because they never did the snake guy in the toy line did nope. they yeah no I mean the snake guy there's the um, molecular there's yep. wind hammer like there's some uh, was it hardware I think is a little like yeah. troll looking character yep. he's got a massive chain gun speaking of chain and, guns and a big backpack the backpack yep. yeah, yeah yep. so I think there's a whole bunch of stuff it's Honestly, it's it's a very expensive line, and I know you know Ultimates they they live up to the name, but that monster. Whereas the other ones, there's around that fifty five sort of US mark, which is sort of becoming the new standard. Monster will set you back eighty five on his own, yep. and I think part of that is you know short of a, a green repaint, you're not going to retool Buzzsaw into something else. No, like no. it's a very unique line because there's a, a lot of crazy crazy designs in it. Well, I think t top of his legs and things, they're sharing the parts and stuff. I was sort of analysing the uh, parts, but that's it. Like, mm. that's the only shared parts I can see. And, of course, Monstar is at that 11-inch scale, so yep. that's a lot of plastic, you know? Yeah. And he looks huge. chunky. He looks like a big wrestler mm -hmm. type. So that's a he's going to be a heavy. You, you're lifting out the boxes. You'll know when you hit Monstar. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love, like, the, the original Kenner figure was just kind of, like, all red. Yep. Kind of like a very one-coloured red. This has, like three different reds and a dark kind of blackish yep. brown. It just looks beautiful. Yep. Like, it's just aesthetically a wonderful figure. And Buzzsaw's much the same, just the tones mm. on the kind of the paint apps and how they've done the colours. I knew I wanted a Silverhawks line. I knew I was excited, but I didn't realise how excited I'd be yep. until I, I saw these. Exactly. I thought this was one of those lines. I'd be like, good on them for doing it. That's cool, uh, but not for me. And now I've seen it, I'm going, yeah, that's for me. Yep. Like, very keen. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to the Masters of the Universe Revelations trailer, and unfortunately, we're missing Darren in the room. Oh, Darren. But God, Hopefully, he'll walk in at yes, some point 100%. and just be screaming, I yeah. have the power. But no, I, it's, uh, we, we all need a hero or whatever. Yeah. You know, that's what he'll be walking in by. God damn, man. This, this is just... Yeah. This, if nothing else, uh, like we knew the animation was going to be amazing. You know, we've yeah. seen Castlevania, uh, Castlevania yeah. and everything. We knew that was, but I did not expect to see that many vehicles oh, and yes. that many characters. Yeah. That alone blew my freaking mind. Like the skeletons running around. Skeletons, you know? yep. oh, scare glow, yeah, like coming, coming out, out of that mist. And and uh, Faker behind yeah. the sorceress. <laughs> I'm like, pretty sure I saw a web store in there. Yeah. Really? Oh, uh, not web store. Whiplash, as he was. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, really, yeah, really is, briefly. Yep, yep. 
Yeah. Um, you get the mega laser in there for crying yep. out loud. Yep. Like, a, a huge laser cannon. Yeah, there's a road land shark. There, land shark. Well, he gets cut in half. Yeah. That's how, uh, <laughs> and Bashasaurus. Yeah. Yeah. He, Bashasaurus. He, he man stopping Bashasaurus, yeah. uh, the and big like cannon, the, and he's smiling. He's smiling. Like, this, is, how, yeah. what, yeah. this is Wednesday. That's, you know, a, like, that's a training montage, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Like. Oh, just, and it was and Beastman, I reckon, piloting Bashasaurus. Right. Well, it's definitely a villain, which is interesting because it was always branded as a good guy. It is, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, any, I mean, you leave the vehicle. Uh, you leave the keys empty, on. on that's the right. Oh, you know, jump in and you know if that's yeah. Oh, I'm Orko so being useful. Imagine yes. that. Like he's actually doing something constructive. Mm. There was one bit that sort of I had to go back and check a couple of times, and I think it's Skeletor sort of standing in the foreground, but it looks like the sorceress is like you know blasting out some sort of power or energy. But it almost looks like she's either stand. It almost looks like she's strapped to He Man's chest. Like if you look closely. He-Man's either standing directly behind that's her. That's Faker. Oh, that's, that's Faker. That's Faker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because there's another shot where I think he's blowing up and his arms go on flying. Right. So, yeah. yeah. If, okay. If, you, if, you screen, if you stop the screen there, you yeah. can see the blue outline of Faker. Ah. And, uh, definitely okay. not He-Man. That makes a bit so, more sense. Yeah. Okay. And, and Stridor. Yes. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it was interesting because that He-Man we see at the start in the cloak, yeah. is that He-Man or is that Faker? That's yes. an interesting uh, question. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be a bit of a, you know, Faker's going to be used for full effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not just the blue blue Smurf version. Yeah. 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 What, what did we think of the power harness and things, you know, coming up to, I have the power the and all sort of, yeah, you know, coming on to him. I thought it was pretty cool. I loved it. Something different. Yeah. Uh, he was a but, weird kind of like multicoloured. Yeah, yeah I've, heard, I've heard was... some people go, oh, this is a bit too Sailor Moon for my liking. I'm just like, yeah, go, go back to your bro fest. That's fine. Like, and, and the whole point of that transformation sequence is it, it's something magical it's and fantastic, yeah. right? Yeah. Like the animation was never going to be just... When you think back to that original animation sequence, there's it essentially just flashes white and has sort of yep. like sparkly Sparkles. effects. Spark, yep. I think they had to update it. It was never going to look 100% the same. I like the H on the chest, personally. I Obviously, yep. I think that's a yep. logical uh, change. Hey! Here he is. Here he is. Right on cue. We, we he, heard us, he heard us talking about <laughs> Masters of the Universe. So, for those uh, for those who didn't know, Darren has just walked in. He's uh, right on time because we're talking about his favourite new trailer that I'm pretty sure has been on, uh, on repeat in his house. Well, Darren. Now that you're finally here, and we've already talked about the Masters of the Universe trailer, we can move on. Is that is that fair <laughs> enough? Your your reaction to this trailer was one of the most requested things on our Discord. We're gonna ha- I know. Did you film it? <laughs> also on our Facebook page. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and that may well explain why I was so late. You know, um, that trip to the hospital probably slowed me down. People did a welfare check <laughs> yeah. on you, my friend. Luckily... Luckily, they tell me I'm still alive, <laughs> but, uh, which is good because I want to live long enough to see this thing. So, um, wow, what can I say? I have watched this trailer so many times, dissecting every detail imaginable. The character selection. Yeah, we covered colors, it. We covered it. The, we covered the it. vehicles. <laughs> um, the Skellicons being in there. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, covered that. <laughs> the chances that we might get um, Merman's fish guards in figure form. Yeah, that, that, yeah right. I saw yeah. a little fish guard nice. there behind Merman yeah. in that scene. So good to see. Um, the, is it He-Man? Is it Faker scenario? Like I like that. I, I think. See, yeah, yeah. I, I like that too. I, I, hope there's, I hope they play to that. And there's a bit of mysterious, and yep. we just don't know, you know. Yep. Is yep. it? And then it's a big reveal 
of oh it is Faker all this time or something you know that or explain yeah. an awful lot about why James Etox had so much so many issues if they're yep. trying to do Ooh, something with Faker. Yeah, yeah, well he's he's even joked about it. Look, it's faking yeah, 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 information yeah. already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, return of Faker, yeah. Nice. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, no, look, it was amazing. Um, yeah. I have watched it over and over. The sound on full blast with with um, you mean this, no sound. You mean at this all. sound? Just looking at the visuals, the whole bit, you know. <laughs> Come on, sing. Well, I'm not a good singer. We I do. don't want to ruin it for cheer. I love that. I love that they picked an 80. Yeah, and I, I agree. To go agree. with the classic eighties property, um, so we, good. We um, need a hero. I need a hero, and that hero and is Mossman. And I hate to break it to John Clawfield, but it is not Mossman. It is Mossman. No, it's, it's probably not Mossman. It's no. probably not Mossman. Even it though is. he's voiced by Kevin Conroy. Did we see Mossman? <laughs> Alan Oppenheimer. No. Oh, Alan Oppenheimer. Yeah. Sorry, you're right. Did we yes. see Mossman? No, no, he's not, not on the trailer. He's not on the trailer. Right. And the no. other one, that, the other one that's missing, the other one that's missing for our good friend Leanne Hannah. She's gone. That's really cool. Where's <laughs> my Stratos at? I need my Stratos. Leanne's been very cautious about her expectations around Stratos because he wasn't mentioned in the cast list way back when. Oh, oh really? Um, okay. So, the other so thing her I, expectations are, are skewed towards he's probably not going to appear. The other thing I saw is this was billed as uh, the teaser for Netflix Part 1. Yes. Now, what yes. I'm assuming is that they're doing the Netflix thing of dropping Drop. half yeah, a season. Yeah, they're dropping five episodes on the 23rd of July. Right. Which uh, happens to they, be my dad's birthday. So they're yeah. dropping them all at once. Five. Yeah, five. five. No, not, I, not I don't all. like that. Yeah. I want it to be once a week for the five weeks. Yeah. Just, just personally, because yeah, then I, agree. I believe that it's more hype built yeah i agree yeah. in this in this scenario then you know back to back and then you'll have people like yourself who'll watch them all five well you can't and then yeah. how can you help yourself and then yeah. and then uh stop you know and yeah. like i can't talk about it yeah. until and then you gotta wait an undetermined amount of time yeah. for the last you yeah, imagine five. me waiting a week no um, <laughs> to watch each one when they're right there you'd have to cut my internet for me to and then reinstall it each week. I, I just personally think, from my experience of you know the old days of Daredevil and everything dropping all at once yeah. and things, versus uh, spanning it out. You know the, how Marvel do it, how Invincible do it, how everything else you know seems mm. to do it. Yeah. Having it weekly episodes, even Castlevania, I think was no, I think that no, was I all at once. Just... But still, I think I think the weekly thing is the way to go because then it builds more hype. I think that's been the Netflix. The problem is the Netflix model. They kind of, they kind of patented that. that that dump it all at once, here you go thing. And whereas and I feel like the weekly drop is coming back. Like yeah. it's making yeah, a real like, resurgence. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I tend to agree. And it leaves you hanging and you have time for that episode to wash over you. Like the risk with the Netflix model of binging them is they all start to blend in yes. together. Yep. And, yep. And, and that which, you know, having said that, you know, first world problems, absolutely. I still remember... <laughs> The very first time, and arguably every time ever since, watching episode 39 of the Mike Young Productions cartoon and thinking that was the last time I was ever going to see Master Universe in animation again. So to get this chance now, dream come true. You know, yep. beyond my wildest fantasies. And mum even said to me yesterday, and you thought it was gone? And I'm like, yeah, I thought it was gone many times. <laughs> in 87, in um, at the end of New Adventures, when, when that died, uh, when the Crimative series ended, when... 2002 ended when when the stations ended when classics end and you know it's had many deaths and sounds like you need a hero darren <laughs> i do the world needs a hero right now after 18 months of this terrible covid nightmare the world this is exactly what the world needs can he Optimism. man punch it away can he 
<laughs> Looks like he punches a big a big hand that Skeletor I think can yeah. Is that is that COVID? Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> he and all the Master <laughs> Universe cast together can make the world feel better. I'm looking forward to a violent He-Man. You know, the the part of the joke so of the I. original show is that he never punches. He punches a mountain. Yeah. He'll punch inanimate Robots. objects, but he yeah, never punch. punches a villain in the face. No. Yeah. Like, yeah. I throw them in the mud or the swamp. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, or we punch a robot and he'll even say, here, take this robot. Just to, <laughs> just clarify, just to clarify. Clang. I am now robot. punching the robot. Clang. The inanimate lifeless clang? object. Yeah. <laughs> so what, 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 how does this leave you? Like, we, we saw images, right? Yep. We saw leaked figures and then we saw final reveals of the figures. So we had an idea of the design aesthetics and those stills look beautiful. Now that you've seen it animated... Albeit not a lot around sort of probably some voice casting. We got a bit of Skeletor dialogue and that sort of thing. Yeah, and a tiny bit of I Have the Power. Yep, but now that you've seen it animated, is this meeting your expectations? Is it exceeding? Where, did, where oh, does it Oh, the animation sit? quality is beyond my water streams. Yep. Beyond my water streams. I'm hoping they've nailed it on the story. I've got no concerns about the voice cast. The voice cast is top-notch, A-list, stellar animation voice cast in my view. You love that Mark Hamill Absolutely. laugh. The skeletal laugh. Yeah. It's just black screen and all you yeah. hear is that laugh. And I loved it. It, it kind it of did... went a little jokery at the end yeah, of the laugh. But you go, little. do you know what? You you pair that with skeletal visuals and, and I'm in. But what... And Mum said the same thing. You know, yeah. his laugh's so good. And yeah. like, yes, you know. Oh, look, it works. Up. I know, mm. it, it does feel like we've had it a yeah. little bit before. But I'm cool with that. Yeah. Not everyone's a Batman the Animated Series watcher. What I loved is... Hamill, Mark Hamill, did a tweet with the trailer. Mm -hmm. And what I think, you know, casting aside, like it's a great casting decision, but just look at his fan base and his reach on social media. He is now posting that trailer to millions of Star Wars fans around the world that are going to want a Batman fans of of fans of him just because he's a a fantastic person. Yes. And and they're all going to want to watch this now because he's in it. Like what? That's... Genius! Like that, I yes. just it clicked yep. to me how clever that was when I saw because I follow Mark Hamill yeah, on yeah. Instagram. I don't follow a lot of stars; <laughs> it's mainly toys. But I make an exception for Mark Hamill, mm. and then I'm just like, "Oh, this is just genius! This yep. is just going to be so so fantastic!" Yeah, I can't wait. You know, it looks so good. The story is gonna gonna be the crucial thing. I think if I've nailed that, then I think you know we have something here. We have potentially the you know a chance for Masters Universe to transcend past just hardcore fans who remember it from from their youth and their childhoods but potentially kick it along the road couldn't agree more mm-hmm. let's see a movie after this hey. yeah. absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah. we're desperate yeah. for a film franchise definitely now this is yeah really good and uh, definitely the direction we want to see masters property go Speaking of Masters, we've got another thing at Masters. So we've had the Hot Wheels. We've had the Land Shark on the red uh, rock burst blister pack. We've now got the uh, Battle Ram on the red burst paddle, uh, you know, blast. Some of us have. I still have um, <laughs> but, but going back to the start, the Wind Raider was on a sort of more toy-centric yeah, it was the box, looking, art. box art looking uh, card back. Well, not for long, because there is going to be a reissue of the Wind Raider on the day in line with the uh, Rock Burst. So okay, cool. that's going to be really exciting. Don't know how uh, easily it's going to be, you know, to get because the Battle Ram is quite hard to get, obviously. Yeah, you're not but, kidding. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where where yeah. that goes. So watch out for those in stores. I'm sure later this year. Speaking of in stores, we've had our first look at uh, Masters of the Universe Origins is rolling on. This time with, uh, I believe, a Big Bad Toy Store exclusive, 
We get uh, what I'm. Entertainment Earth also have it. Entertainment Earth as well. Yeah. So just those two. So far. Okay. So this is what I'm calling uh, Man at Arms plus plus because yeah. essentially, <laughs> and it's a trick that was sort of, they sort of taken from many the man old, at arms. Many <laughs> multi man <laughs> at arms. Army of men at arms. <laughs> yeah. They've taken it from the classics where they've gone. Yeah, man at arms kind of looks like all those Eternian uh, royal guards. Essentially, it is a, a man at arms figure underneath it, but you get alternate armor. Uh, head uh, weapons and all sorts of stuff to make him look like the uh, classic Eternian royal guard. Yeah, and you get that vintage toy man at arms head without the yes, mustache. Yes, I was thinking yeah, that. Yeah, very, very the clever. Origins one yep. Has the mo. Has, has the mo. Yep. So, it was but, always going to happen, right? It was yeah. always going to happen. Clever way. It's a clever way. It is. Where and how. Yep. But no, very cool. And yeah. they and they also appeared. These this design appears in the new animated show Master Universe Revelation. Yep. They get a little Guernsey, and they I look super that. cool in that. So I think this is a, a hot off the press set. We had a bit of uh, a few few of the uh, the patrons were not happy that they missed out on the first release, but he's been since been back up and is available for oh, so what, pre-order. Sold out for he's a sold out. Yeah, it's sold days. out. Okay, yeah, now it's days. it's. Um, I fact, think I think as an army builder, if they don't mass produce, oh, I, I, will, like, I said crazy. that when yeah. when Chris, our, our friend um, from Patreon Webster eighty three, said how he missed that. You know, it's problematic when you're making an army builder an exclusive and it's gone in a few days. You yeah. know, yeah. they're a license to print money. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, hundred percent. I, I want to call out the fact that it's seventeen USD dollars, right? Mm. Which is way, way, way cheaper <laughs> than the PowerCon <laughs> exclusives, right? <laughs> cough, cough. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, right. yeah it's, a, it's a bargain. Yeah. All right. Oh, we'll move on to some Star Wars news now. And it was I Am Your Father's Day. And we got a pre-order for some new figures going live as part of a live stream. We got figures from Black Series and the Vintage Collection. Now, I found this set of reveals very, very interesting. The biggest piece of exciting news i think in the first kind of lineup of figures was the Bodhi rook figure which mm. is from rogue one it's the first Bodhi rook we're getting he yep. was the missing piece in the rogue one set but we're also getting re-releases of all the other kind of rogue one figures oh. including Jin urso cassian andor k2so chirrut imwe and blaze malbus but with the added benefit of face real nice. tech on the faces. Now, these are some of the figures that were part of that infamous clearance set of figures that yeah. hung around stores for a long time. Even here in Australia at $10, they sat around sitting in Toy World for a long time. They were clearanced in our reject shop for $10, and they did sit around for a long time. So this is interesting. That was really mm. the only release they got in Australia. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was the only release. Get a, didn't get a full price proper retail no, release. No, they no, no. They came in at that. Very true. Bargain basement. Yep. It's it's a pretty ballsy move when the first wave, which was really not that long ago in the scheme of things, was a, a bit of a, a fizzle Yep. Um, that they've gone there. So that shows the, the confidence I think they have in yep. their, the, the face prints and that they've, they've gone for total screen accuracy. Now. Yeah, because this is really... I mean, the only people that are going to be buying these, we often joke, or not necessarily joke, but mm. we often have the observation that Black Series is an adult collector line. Yeah. It's not for kids. Now, if any kids had that in their toy box, I can tell you what their parents aren't buying another <laughs> Baze Malvis figure for, for $45 from Zing. Yep. For photo face technology. No, I don't think so. But the, the Bodhi Rook is a fantastic addition to that line. We're also getting our next images 
from the Archive Collection wave. And Archive Collection are re-releases of, I guess, popular or recently sold out or, or long since sold out figures that get a re-release. They come on that Archive packaging. So we're getting Princess Leia Organa, which is in the white outfit. Again, a re-release with the face print the on Hope. the head yeah. on the A New Hope version. We're getting Archive Obi-Wan Kenobi, which I think is the um, kind of short, shorter-haired Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi figure. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith, correct. We're getting the Archive Darth Revan from the video game series and a 501st Legion clone trooper, which is the clone trooper with the kind of blue stripe down the helmet and on the um, shoulder gauntlets as well. The final couple of figures, which are Target exclusives, which I think are pretty cool, is a Galen Urso figure. So... Something from Rogue One that we haven't got previously. Unfortunately, that is a Target exclusive and an Antok Merrick figure, which uh, to describe Antok Merrick, he basically looks like a, a kind of like a B-Wing fighter pilot, mm. kind of in that X-Wing outfit, but instead of orange, it's a, a kind of navy blue. So that's a very cool figure. We also got some figures from the, uh, the 3.7-inch, 3.75 inch line, which is now, I think, called the um, vintage collection. Vintage collection. Mm -hmm. That's right. We got a, a Mithril who comes out of the Mandalorian. He's like the kind of fishy guy, oh, the yes. captive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's finally getting his first figure, albeit in the 3.75 inch line. We're getting Bo Katan Kreese, Cool from the Mandalorian, and a Hoth Rebel soldier. So that was some. Pretty interesting Star it's a real Wars. Real mixed news, bag, I isn't it? It yeah. is a mixed bag, and mm. I'm going to be fascinated to see how those Rogue One figures do sell. I have a new line. We we talk a lot on this podcast about the T stop, or I do, which <laughs> is a stop to Trent's collecting because of space issues. I dropped my collecting of Star Wars as part of that. It's now the ignition key is back in the in the in the in the T start as I like yes, to call it. And what you can't see is his foot is pedaled to the metal. He's flooded the tank and it's just burning the wheels. Yeah, at the, moment. the wheels are just spinning at this yeah. point. But but my rule now for Star Wars, I think Wars, I can see you, your wife Leanne, and this is just shaking her head. Yeah, yeah, she's just um, <laughs> signing the divorce papers. But what what I have said with Black I don't Series, think it'll get that far. Yeah. what we what I have said with Black Series is as long as it's it's vintage trilogy. I'm in. Okay. So, so that's a rule. That's a rule. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's, a rule. it's a limiting rule to some description. So it kind of means that a lot. Given of this how stuff... you're just drawing over Rogue One, figure, I know. I'm wondering how long that'll. If I get this biro and write vintage in the top right hand corner, I'm allowed to buy it. But technically, Rogue One is just like. The start that has it's, it's in between yeah, the vintage yeah, movies. Yeah. It's really, new it's hope. the precursor to the original. Yeah, yeah that, that, that counts as, as vintage. All right, uh, just a quick little uh, headline here that might have sort of slipped most people's radar. We got a title for the upcoming Aquaman two movie. This only came out the other day. Is apparently officially will be called Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, as revealed by director James Wan. Now, the reason that's kind of interesting to me, I'm a big fan of the Aquaman movie. I think it's up there as far as my favourite sort of DC movies. It was fun. I yeah, liked it. Was great. That. It was just fun. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah. And they, they showed a bit, of course, with their, our favourite Dolph Lundgren and a few others, the different uh, tribes or sort of, um, not races, I guess, but the different sort of areas of Atlantis. Yeah. And there was the, the six clans or whatever they are, or the six kingdoms. 
my understanding is, as far as Aquaman mythology, there was always seven kingdoms under the sea. So this is no doubt going to tie into that. You also cast your mind back to the some of the earlier promotional material for Justice League, and there was that tag of you know, unite the seven, which didn't sort of pan out because of you know script rewrites or whatever. And you go, oh, I wonder if that's you know sort of originated perhaps from this you know concept of a, a seventh sort of kingdom in Atlantis. So yeah, just a little teaser there i guess no images no nothing obviously they're shooting as as best they can under covid conditions but yeah aquaman and the lost kingdom coming whenever yeah look forward to it <laughs> should be good should be good coming to a cinema or a streaming service near you. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> We uh, so one of our patreons, Bond Toys, uh, Florida, is that yep. right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. He uh, he's been doing a bit of circuits, uh, selling at cons and things. Mostly, from what I understand, it's uh, mostly modern toys and things. But it's you know his inventory is building up, his uh, reach is building up. Mm. So what has he done, gone and done? He's got himself a website. So yeah. go and check out Merlin's Toys store.com all right we'll put that in the blurb yeah but yeah merlin's toy store.com he's got a lot of modern lines he's even uh quoted to say he's got uh, access to the master universe origins eternal yep. uh, royal guard mm. so that's uh, you know just a sign of his reach getting uh, yep. broader and things so good luck to him yeah uh, what he's absolute legend i'm sure you can get some uh, mythic legions and things there are loves, mythic legions uh, on yes, there, there. Yeah. everything i yeah. checked it's it out great, yeah it's a great set of inventory if you're a Toy Power Patreon, you get a special discount. Check mm. the Discord for your discount coupon. But that's exciting. We wish you all the best for that venture. We certainly do. And it is the next step. I mean, this is great. I love this, that it started as a kind of, not necessarily bricks and mortar, but an, an actual physical presence. And it's now, you know, moving into yep. this online space. Yep. So that's that's great. He's got the backing of... You know, knowing the the toy industry yep, and selling the toys. That's yeah. yeah, look, if he can get the the raw guards, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's... He can get just about anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah, that that shows you his um his credibility. I think his caliber. Definitely. Yep. No, very good. All right, we're going to move on to our next topic, which is to take a bit of a look at the Adelaide Mega Toy Fair in review. This was a two-day event held over the 5th and 6th of June. Happy birthday to you, Darren, for the 6th of June, <laughs> which is a, a wonderful birthday present to be able to go to the to the Mega Toy Swap Meet, which Absolutely. is great that he, we in Adelaide are able to get to these events. Darren, unfortunately, you weren't ma- able to make it with the rest of us on the Saturday. No, I had um, a family situation crop up at the last minute, looked like literally the last minute, the... Friday night slash Saturday morning and I had to deal with that so I didn't make it then I did make it on my birthday however and I got to see a stunning replica of the 1966 Batmobile on my birthday yeah life-size replica yeah Yeah. it just awesome look like it comes straight off the screen it's absolutely stunning Um, and you know that's the third version of the Batmobile I've seen now. I've seen the 89 one. I've seen the Forever one. Now I've seen the 66 one. Bring them on. I want to see the rest now. Yep. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. We'll get you a tumbler for your, uh, what is it, 50th birthday coming up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. Man. I'm still alive for my 50th. Bring it, Frank. I want to see you driving in it. <laughs> I did see the tumbler when I was in the States. We went to oh, one nice. brother's movie world and, yeah, we saw the tumbler. Oh, that was cool. pretty cool. So the black version mm. of the uh, army colored one. Yeah, the black one's the yeah, one you want to see. Of course, yeah. 
Uh, so for us, uh, Frank and uh, Trent, we uh, and myself, obviously, we all met up there. Uh, Sam uh, gave us a, um, sorry, Scott gave us a lift into the venue, which is absolutely fantastic. So we all carpooled with him. And uh, then we met up in line and uh, there was already about roughly 100. About 100. Yeah, 100 people in front of us, which was just goes to the... Uh, you know, showcase the uh, excitement and yeah. things. And that was exactly almost an hour before the doors opened. So It's funny, when I first started going in, in the 1990s with my friend, the late Steve Young, uh, we used to get there an hour earlier and we used to be uh, fifth and sixth or seventh and eighth in line. Yeah. Well, yeah. It just goes to show how much it's grown since then yep. that you can get there an hour earlier and there's already that many people yeah. in front of you. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so yeah, uh, the reason I got that name mixed up before was because Sam and Brett joined us in line and then RJ came down yep. and like, dude, come and join us. So we had quite the party in the line and that made that wait, that hour long so wait, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. just, you know, go a lot faster. So that was awesome. We could see the replica 66 Batmobile through the window. Yep. Uh, so that was, you know, a bit of a talking point uh, as we lined up. And then I think I saw uh, some photos from Kyle and things uh, who came later, mm. I think. And like there was like, he was, he couldn't even see us. We were around the corner. Yeah. There was probably a, a 500 people, you know, in front of him uh, yeah, compared wow. to where, you know, uh, we were situated. The venue was pretty it was a the nice modern venue, yeah, uh, yeah. which was awesome. It had carpet and yeah, you know, it was and nicely furnished. Kind yeah, of. it was previously. It's been sort of yeah. a, a couple of large marquees sort of strung together, and it's yeah been a bit cold given it's the middle of winter here in Australia. But this was was indoors. It was quite nice. I got to say, it felt a little bit, and maybe it's because we were there within that first hundred people. It felt a bit sparse for yeah. the first couple of hours. Um, and even the big hall we were in, they'd, they'd short-packed it, yep. essentially. They'd brought a false wall forward, so they weren't using the whole space. Now, in fairness to them, a week prior, as we know, there was a, the lockdown in Melbourne. They would usually would have had a few sellers come through from Quite Melbourne few, with yeah. tables and Most stuff. Most of the interstate so, sellers come from Victoria. Yeah, so, but yeah, I thought, um, I thought they did well. The venue was... Um, yeah, it was only sort of towards the end as we were sort of... We'd done our three or four laps and we all sort of looked at each other and that's when it started to feel a little bit crowded. Yes, there, yep, I think. Yep, yeah. yeah. Still took me a good solid two hours to go oh, yeah. from, you know, entry point to zip around every table, walk up and down... And uh, I'm the sort of guy that likes to dig. So I did a lot of digging and took my time. And uh, my overall cache of goodies wasn't very big, mm. but I felt very satisfied. Yeah, and uh, quality. Yeah. I saw the pictures, man. And yeah. And then, and then uh, fast forward, we uh, all went over to the pub across the road <clears throat> and caught up for lunch with yep. a few other people, which is freaking awesome. That yep. You know, that uh, feeling of friendship and, and you know community, community yeah. and everything it was just just makes the day so much better even if you didn't buy a you know a quits requests dino rider that you you know <laughs> fingers crossed that you were hoping was going to be there yeah uh absolutely awesome so anyone else got anything to say about the event or oh, i just loved i didn't buy a lot i i dug through a bit of ostie's sort of ninja turtles weapons and found a few little bits and pieces and that was just it's just lovely you know ostie's like you know Tip them out on the floor. Come back here. Yeah. You know, um, dig through whatever you want. And and Ostie's fantastic with his pricing. Just gave me like he hadn't priced. He was just like, well, what do you want to pay for this? We came yeah. to a price. It's just fantastic. I love that. I love that aspect of seeing people you know, chatting to them, and and when it's just about the toy, you know, it's not about I I got to gouge you yeah. because I've got a rare thing that you know is worth so much. Just yep, just some toys. You know, have them for this cost. That's mm. fantastic. I love that that aspect of it. I felt like 
I don't know if it was my my mindset, but there wasn't a lot of that usual kind of like eighties gold. There didn't seem to be as much of that. Well, so I mean, they, Sean Fuster said that we that's where we missed the Victorians. That's where yeah, we missed yeah, the yeah. interstate people coming over with the more cachet of uh, 80s toys. I think and he's right. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff and, there was know. like there was a, a nice corner that had a lot of vintage Star Wars, mint yes. on card yep. or very close to, to mint. And and it was great to see they were... Pri- I mean, I can't go down that rabbit hole of... Go- I'm happy with my loose <laughs> Star Wars collection. Because they were all, you know, two two fifty kind of, you know, two hundred fifty starting price. You don't think you could sell Leanne on? No, uh, I don't think I could quite. But they're only little. Yeah, they're yeah. So, they don't take up much room, but we have to <laughs> remortgage the house. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just just seeing like you know those pre- premiere kind of items, mm. and and it felt like sometimes when you did see those, you might find like a He Man, and and he's like you know one hundred and fifty dollars. Some of the prices just felt we're, a little we're wacky. bit yeah. were a bit wacky, yeah. you know, like that, that that era of stuff is now just almost but, but stupid. On the yeah. flip yeah. side, like my first purchase was Shira, the Shira books, right? And I'll talk about them a bit later. But the uh, ones. Yeah, yeah, but they had a Shira castle, Crystal Castle, with quite a few accessories. They had a A4 size book that you got with it. They had Bo. I don't think Bo had anything. But then they had a decent size, a decent uh, Shira with her, I think, shield and a few of her garments and things. Hundred and fifty dollars or something for the whole for oh, the whole kit. Yeah, 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 the okay. whole combo. And I thought that was a really good deal. I just didn't want to carry around. I've already got a castle for my girls. Yep. Yep. Don't have room for a castle in my <laughs> main collection, like room. And I, but I thought that was a fantastic deal mm. for someone who probably doesn't. If someone didn't have a castle, needed it, you know, you think about shipping and things like that. Yeah. You, you can't. You're not going to come much better off. Yeah. Uh, with something like that, so I thought that was one of the be- best deals of the day that I saw there. But, but see, that's yeah. a to me, that's kind of like a fair price for that item, right? Yeah. So you know, like it's, it's a, yeah for the age, the vintage, you know, the accessory mm. level, yep. maybe the condition. Yep. One hundred fifty bucks. It's a good, like I said, it's yes. a good deal. Yep. But then I, I think people can take that same item and go well it's it's three hundred dollars on ebay i'm gonna price it at 350 yeah you know, because like because shipping's of, yeah. 50 dollars yeah, yeah, yeah. So i agree it's like, I well, agree. that's that's yep. and, and and each to their own in pricing i never get kind of upset if people want to price it i just kind of look at it and move on but, and but i'm happy with like that's yeah. up to them right hmm. but it just it just felt like there was a lot of that sort of behavior do you think some of that was because people perhaps thought, ah, oh, with the borders closed, the Victor- I don't have to compete with the Victorians Pop- who've got the vintage gold? Possibly, but I think there is a there's a hype yeah. at the yeah. moment in general with toys. Oh yeah, I think. And I don't think, think that- you're wrong. And I think Masters of the Universe is having a resurgence too that people probably just sure think dollar signs when they yeah sure Masters of the Universe, but I I saw I feel like I saw stuff that is like Zing stock or pop culture yeah. stock. Like, it could be Marvel Legends or it could be Star Wars Black Series. And it's not even old stock. It's stock that's come out in the last month or two. And and here they retail for about 40 to 45. And, and figures were just like 70, 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it just it just feels a bit wrong. Yeah. If you're a retailer and they're, they're a month old, sell them for retail prices. Because 45 bucks or 50 bucks, you should be doing quite well on your mm. margins. Yet, for those types of figures to be double already... You know, it, it one it speaks to the distribution, but I don't think it looks good as a as a retail. Yeah, if you're selling brand new brand yeah. new stock at double the price, yeah, I I it, it feels a bit scalperish, and I, and I kind of take exception to that. If you're selling vintage, price it. Yeah. you know that's that's forty years old. Price right. it as you see fit. So that just 
just just irked me a little bit some of that stuff. Mm. What about you, Frank? What did you get? Um, oh, so we're talking scores. Is that is that where we're at? We don't have to, but <laughs> all right, we can go scores. Yeah, yeah. scores. Let's, let's, let's go with some scores. So, look, to be fair, Ben made the point about how he likes to take his time. I'm kind of the opposite. I, I I literally reckon I did quick laps, and I would just scan tables and just go. That's a lot of old cars moving on. You know, next table sort of thing. But then I think I, I bumped into Ben after doing one and a half of my laps, and I was like you know what, he's got the right idea. Let's just slowly cruise. And in doing that, I found stuff that I'd passed over the first time because I didn't take the time to, you know, sort of slowly look at everything. So picked up a couple of uh, little uh, Supergirl things. It was a Supergirl Lego figure. Look, it's probably a knockoff, but I've got an original one in my collection and I actually wanted to compare it. If it's a knockoff, it's a damn good knockoff because it. I, I just about can't pick them. To the point where I just went, you know what? This is so close to the... It's based on the the TV show, the Melissa Bonet version. It looks so good. I went, here you go, Ali. Here's one that you can have, you know, for for your little workspace. So so that was great. There was another little weird... And and Ben's seen it. It's over in the corner there. But it's it's clearly a knockoff. I think I posted a picture on our Discord. It's from the Heroine League. um, And it's probably like a a sort of a three, four-inch figure. I reckon it's based on some sort of elf... Uh, series it looks a bit like a duplo or um uh, fabuland fabuland yeah. thank you figure um uh, it's supergirl the, the the cape is pretty cheap plastic and she comes with a blaster and rollerblades so <laughs> yeah. and you pixie know ears. pixie, pixie ears. Ears. Yeah. ears it's uh but i was like do you know what for four dollars i don't care i'll take that yeah uh also end up a color marvel legends to trends point uh i got the exclusive moon knight version which is the all white one Probably overpaid a little bit, but I was like, Do you know what? It's here. It's in front of me. I'll I'll take that. Went saw my mate uh, Rick Bevan, master of Mar- Marvel Legends. Got the Kingpin, the retro carded one. He's up with my Sinister Six up there, sort of marshalling them at the moment. So he's got the beat up head. He's got the classic sort of um, cartoony colors to him. I underestimated how big that figure is, as well as the card back it comes on. Card back's it's just, like it's huge. solid cardboard it's bigger than a4 and it's this insane card so that was really good shout out to rick i that was one of my first purchases of the day and doing a couple of laps and i was back looking at rick's stuff again and he goes this is an hour or two later he goes mate do you want a bag because he saw all the other stuff i was carrying so he didn't have to do that rick's rick's an an awesome guy he certainly is yeah, I got a uh, a little uh, pillow for Jack, which is actually uh, from Adventure Time. And that's might... how we could find you the whole <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, big a... yellow, Jake. yeah, Jake, Jake the pillow, yeah. um, which I constantly throw at him now. He loves it. And the other thing I got was a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle a VHS tape, of all things. <laughs> would you believe? I'm glad you beat Davey to that one. Well, yeah, I, look, I saw it there. It was $10. I was like, how can I say no to that? I didn't even check to see the tape was still in it. Yep. And no sooner had I bought it, 10 minutes later, we all run into David. Hey, mate, I've got this. And he's like, oh, oh, I see. It's like, that is it. And, you know, I'll, uh, I was like, David, you've got, like, what, 27 of these? Can, can I not have one? Is that all right? No, no, we're done. So, so we're frenemies now. That's pretty Now, awesome. what happened between you and David? I, I have to ask this question because there was a post he put on his... <laughs> it was that. It was, he, marketed, it, uh, um, he marketed our previous episode yep yeah uh, with our excellent guest from victoria from from geek dudes so. geek dudes were bebop and rocksteady yep fr- yep the three of us excluding frank were the necker teenage mutant 1990s, 1990s. Yep. and frank was the rise of the tmnt donny 
He's done me. The he's, ultimate he's, insult. He's done me wrong. I got to say, but that's essentially what it was. Yeah. It was that, was that? I'd yeah. bought the VHS right. and he hadn't. You want to know the funny thing, Davey? I bought that because I didn't want anyone else to get it, and I was going to give it to you. <laughs> and then I've literally, whenever I need you, I've had my hand in the bag on the tape, and then you started getting all salty about the fact I bought it, and I just let it go and went, Nah, that's stuffy. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Talking about driving Wow. Talking about twisting that knife in practice. That's a horrible Well, story. you know, you, you behave like that. That's what's going to oh. happen. Like, <laughs> you, you, you realise you've just unleashed it. He's going to double down at this but point. But I, I will say, it was from a little uh, uh, ma and pa table. And I, I must confess, it sort of triggered me a bit. Because rather than a sticker, they've actually written oh, on no. the cover in text, you know, $10. And I'm like... I don't think that's coming off, and I'm not keen to put chemicals on Ma- there. Magic to try eraser. Is that on the plastic Ma- or on the actual? Right on the plastic, on okay. the front of it. So it's not actually on the. Not on the tape itself. No, and, but not, and not on the cover. Up. Not on the slip case. Yeah, yeah, so that that should be okay. But I was like, oof, that that's a bit rough. But yeah, and the tape is green, like they. The tape is yeah, green. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, wicked. So yeah, that was uh, that was my very controversial. But you know, Davey's doing the home video store thing, and you know what I think he's gunning for, don't you? What's that? An end cap. Well, if he's got that many copies of it, it it looks like it's a brand new release that is out every night and you know that's the video store that's got to have them in stock because it's the most hired film yeah that's ma- what i how think he's going for like my, my point is and i get it that's his thing he's got yeah, yeah. 20 and i think i'm not exaggerating when i say 27 can i not have one <laughs> yeah. i'm a turtles collector too right <laughs> is that like, your first one that's my first one yeah. i don't it's not like i had three or four and said nah stuff you davy like <laughs> no so we'll see what becomes of that in the yes. future. <laughs> yeah, something's going to happen. Now. I'm a little nervous about him here in this episode. Hundred percent. All right. So you did uh, twist the knife in just a. <laughs> uh, yeah. So moving on. So my first purchase, as I said earlier, was the Shira and the Princess of Power sort of lady books. They were bundled. The pack. Ladybird books. Ladybird. Yeah. And uh, that was next to, that was on the castle as well. And it just had a $20 sticker on it. Uh, big rubber bands around them. I'm like, sold, you know, yeah. without even like, I don't have any of those Shira books. Got quite a few of the Masters ones. Uh, so that was a fantastic buy. Uh, so I was super, that put me on, you know, the happy, you know, floating around. Just the, out of uh, interest, the Ladybird Masters books is where the Skellicons, yes, the Skellicons correct. debuted. Yeah. So, you know, now they've made animation. Just yeah. for a point that yeah. out, you know, so they are quite you know, revered in the Masters community. Yep, yep. And then uh, one of my second purchases was the, uh, sort of an Imperial Dragon. So from 1983, it's even got stamped on it. It's two-headed dragons. It's blue. They're those rubber. They're kind of like just a a single rubber piece. Yeah, but it's solid. No articulation at all. Very hard rubber. Very extremely hard. And that comes from the Dragons, Knights and Daggers uh, line. So uh, very cool. I've now learnt there's, you know, every colour of the rainbow they put out this guy, uh, two-headed dragon. Of, but I've never seen this one mm. in, in and twenty bucks. Like I was like, that's gold. So I was really happy with that. You can put a, a five point five uh, figure on there. Like so, I put a knockoff Remco uh, Hydras uh, on him. He's got two heads, so it's yeah, like there you, go. you know, wacky combo. So yeah, really cool. I was so stoked to go get that. Uh, I bought a Fural uh, Shredder from the 2003 line. I think he was released in 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, he cost me a little bit, but the only reason I got him is because he's got his uh, both his shoulder pads. Mine that I bought a couple of years ago from the Mega Toy Fair, I only had one. Mm. So I'm essentially, you know, spent all that money <laughs> on one 
shoulder pad you could just uh, upgrade and the, the his sort of psi weapon uh, Staff, is yeah. yeah is in way better condition than nice. the one i bought so uh, that was cool and uh, that box that i was digging through that i found that i found a, a wicked very very clean uh vintage foot soldier right cool. he, but he was missing his uh you know, uh, wrist, arm guard. arm guard, but aside from that, he's oh, really Oh, so Davey clean. didn't get up you about buying a well, foot da- soldier da- then? Davey, well, well... Oh, he did. Not, oh, no, he didn't. He calls didn't, me out. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he right. did. He was I pretty quick to say I can mould them, but yeah. <laughs> uh, from Osti, I bought Bebop from the little uh, little kid robot. Kid, kid robot, robot yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I took a gamble. I'm like, I need Rocksteady or I need Bebop. I can't remember which one I... Uh, so I think it's, I didn't have any photos of my damn phone. So I'm like, oh, I'll just go for a punt here. I'll grab that. And uh, I went through the big box of uh, f- weapons that he had as well. I couldn't find anything that I needed. But then he had like a little uh, tub of 50 cent weapons. So And there was a Stratos there in, in the tub next door. So any cool weapon that fit in Stratos's hand, I'm like, yep, I'm going to buy that axe. <laughs> yep, going to buy that green uh, sword. Oh, there's another cool green sword. Yep. You know, they all fit in his hand. So, I, you know, I think Osti just sort of gave them to me and I, I just purchased the Bebop, you know, for what cost price, nice. whatever that. So that was really cool. And I just throw all those KO weapons in a tub and when I get a, a knockoff character that doesn't have any weapons, there you go, bang, I've got, got weapons, weapons to go up. with him. Yeah. yeah thinking ahead you know Um, and then I came across the table where the guy had lots of you know Hot Wheels cars and things like that but he also had this tiny little corner of um, micro machines right and they're all beautifully individually um, bagged and uh, some of them some of the ones that open all the doors and things he had them in proper plastic uh, containers like uh, perfectly sized for the tiny little micro machine inside and uh, they were quite expensive. They were like ten and fifteen and twenty dollars each. It's like half price on all the all the um, you know amounts that I've got written on them. I'm like, oh, that's that's actually quite good then. So I picked out four that you know uh, caught my eye, and then I sent Davey down there to to pick up my sloppy seconds. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Why did you run a ball with Davey? <laughs> so, yeah. So phrasing, was, phrasing. Are we not doing phrasing anymore? I was uh, I was very happy. And that, that, you know, sort of was my day. I also picked up from that table, you got the um, Lego from, I got some Lego dinosaurs from my kids. Yeah, nice. uh, so they were cool. And RJ, he helped me out with a flash that uh, my girls were missing. So uh, he didn't get me just one. He got me two. So that's uh, you keep one mint in bag, couldn't you? Well, you know, <laughs> they didn't stay mint in bag very long. That's just, uh, so, but so that was ultra cool of him to go out of his way to get me those uh, figures. Very good. That, that was pretty much my scores were from from Osti those Ninja Turtles weapons. So a few yep. bits and bobs which were cool. I think I got Raz, Razar and Tokas, you know, Mace and. Um, few little things there, so that was that was really cool. That was pretty much all I picked up. But it was look, it was the highlight for me was the excitement of hanging out with you guys and 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 Sam and Brett and and Richard. And that uh, whole was really cool. Was, yeah, the atmosphere. Yeah. Missed you, Darren, but and and Scott, of course, who who was there as well. Bumped into a few, but made a few new friends as well. I bumped into a guy that um, actually edited a couple of the uh, Lego Masters episodes. Yeah, he was cool. <laughs> so yeah. really nice guy, nice. and checked out some of his work on instagram uh, on sorry on um YouTube. youtube yep so that that's really really cool he's done some done some of his own kind of uh i guess you call it a web series which hmm. was really great um so that was probably my highlight yeah 
Darren, how'd you go score-wise, mate? I didn't get a lot. I got their um, sort of afternoon, you know, um, and you know a lot of the best stuff had probably probably gone by then. But I did pick up. I did find a foot soldier in amongst it, which I I grew up a vintage playmates foot soldier. So I grabbed that. You got that for Davy, didn't you? <laughs> got that for Davy or yeah, for Davy. No, no. I didn't oh no. Okay. Um, right. I didn't know he collected them. <laughs> no, he's, he's a probably equal amount to VHSs to uh, <laughs> yeah, foot soldiers, I reckon. Yeah. No, I didn't didn't know he collected them honestly. <laughs> but no, I, I grabbed I grabbed the foot soldier. I don't think Davy'd like it. It's scuffed up quite badly but <laughs> I thought it would look good in a battle scene because obviously you know that's what happens to them mm. you know I got that and I picked up a couple of Batman figures along the way but for me I guess you know the big thing was that opportunity to see that 66 Batmobile you know if that hadn't come off I would have been disappointed you know stuff happens and, and that but the actual excitement of actually seeing it you know I just you know even though I knew it was there, I just it, yeah, it was just a lot of something else, you know, mm. to actually be in the same room, the same proximity, and incredible. Did you get to see uh, old Adam West there as well? <laughs> yeah, I did see someone cosplay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it was really cool. Yeah, I had a great time. Very, very lucky in Adelaide, you know, that we're able to have an event like that, given what's happening, you know, elsewhere and that. You know, hopefully when COVID settles down, people. If you can get across the borders and and that, it is definitely an event that's worth checking out. As is as is Sarah and Brett's, um, you know, toy comic, comic. And toy fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's always worth checking out as well. So, you know, Adelaide has quite a few good events that I, f- I think you know, f- for the collector, definitely worth checking out. Even if you don't live in Adelaide. Yeah. Now, Darren, we did miss you. Like that, that goes very sincerely. And uh, it was your birthday on Sunday, mm. yep. and I did manage to pick you something up just because you weren't with us on Saturday, oh, wow. and it was your birthday. Something and, and that just, you just called to highlight, out. this is not going to Davy. No, no, no. There you go, buddy. Oh my god! <laughs> I looked everywhere for them, and I was, it was it was on the I knew like, I had literally no three tables from the corner, wow. right at the back end. And it was just a table full of Hot Wheels cars. And, you know, by the time you've seen 30 tables of yeah. Hot Wheels cars, you get a bit yeah. bored. But I pursued Rock and Ben, yep. I, I did find Thank one. Thank you I was, so much. Uh, Your patience tell, paid off. Yeah. It is so beautifully detailed, isn't it? it tell really the listeners captured. who can't see what we're talking about, what are we talking about? Darren? We are talking about the Masters Universe Hot Wheels Premium Battle Ram. Something nice. that I have dreamed of for so long. They have turned up in Kmart's, but never in a Kmart when I've been there. Does this, com- does this complete your Hot Wheels this Masters does. This collection? This does. completely up to date. Nice. Um, I don't know if everyone else has seen it. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, yeah the details. And I think the missile launches. And it, right? and it oh, really? comes apart. Oh, my yeah. God. I'd be worried about losing that. Yep. But that is so <laughs> Well, you know, cool. you can keep it mint on card and then you don't have to worry oh, yeah, about it. Yeah, that's right. But wow. Yeah, that that's... It seems to be the most elusive one. I don't think the Wind Raider and, and the Landshark were quite this hard. I don't know what you guys... No, I haven't. What? I've I've got one, and I have not been able to find. Yeah. I have. Uh, sorry, Scott got me one, and I have not found one myself. So you've not yet. seen. Yeah. No, wow. No. wow. Whereas that... I did find a land shark myself, but I haven't even seen the battle ram yet. Thank you so much. I, I don't know what. I'm deeply humbled. I wasn't expecting anything. No, that's cool. Look, you know, you've you've hunted for me in the past. I mean, this is yep. going back a long time ago. Got me that Joker and things. So yep. I, I, it's some of these things you just never forget. So that's toy, true. toy and, karma, uh, you know. Yeah, and it wasn't planned that you had to not attend, so to not. speak. You know, and we did miss you, and uh, we were all you were always thought of you everyone asked where you were mm. and things uh so you know it's the least i could do i saw something that i've already got 
And, uh, yeah, you know. I'm deeply so. humbled. And I mean that sincerely, you know, because, yep. like I said, I wasn't expecting it. And, you know, I wasn't even sure that anyone would see it because it's that, it's hen's teeth, you know. So I'm, I'm deeply, deeply moved by it. Thank you so much. No probs. No worries. All right, on that note, we will wrap this episode of Toy Power. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. And to all our patrons, thank you so much for your support. All our patrons, including our new Ooh, one, Richmo721, I think is his name. Yes. Um, yeah, he's, Michigan? Yes. He said he's not much of a collector, but he loves a good uh, 80s and 90s toy discussion. So, yes. mate, you are in the right space. 100%. You are, you're in the right room with the right people. Employed <laughs> by Toys R Us in the late for a 90s. Time, yes. So, yeah. definitely re- recalls the... Episode one, Frenzy, when everyone thought they were going to make their retirement riches through buying <laughs> figures that are now worth about $5 a pop. So um, Yeah, yeah. yeah. figures that have probably decreased in value yes. since the film yes. was released. That's right. But so. um, it's all good. I just wanted to say, uh, take care and stay safe, everyone. And to Davey Damage and his many fans, we deeply apologize for the content of this episode. <laughs> no, Hope we no don't. one was offended. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> until next time. Good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Toy Power Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah.